Hello, I'm Scott Culberson, a Texas real estate broker associate. It's important for you to know that Texas law requires that all real estate license holders give the information about brokerage services form to anyone that may need real estate services whatsoever, whether it's a buyer, a tenant, a landlord, or a seller. So some of my fellow agents and I got together to make this video about information about brokerage services. We hope you find it helpful with your Texas real estate needs. There are two types of license holders. The first type is the broker, who is the person that oversees the activity of all sales agents in their office. A broker is responsible for holding all of their agents accountable under Texas law. The second type is a sales agent who must be sponsored by a broker. The sales agent works with you, the client, on behalf of the broker. And now, Jess Stone will talk about the broker's minimum duties required by law. Thanks, Priscilla, for the intro. Here are our requirements by law. License holders put your interests above all others, including their own. This transaction is all about you and making your dreams come true. When any material information is discovered, it will be communicated to you, the client. Those small details may affect your decision or the way a situation is handled. Any questions will be answered and any offers or counter offers will be presented. License holders are here to help you understand what's going on during your transaction and to communicate with the other party on your behalf. All parties in a real estate transaction will be treated honestly and fairly. While the party the license holder represents gets extra benefits, like confidentiality, the other party still deserves the truth and to be treated without bias throughout the real estate transaction. Next, we will be talking about the three ways a license holder can represent a party in a real estate transaction in Texas. When working with the owner, the property owner and broker establish a relationship through a written agreement known as the listing agreement or property management agreement. The broker is still responsible for all the minimum duties we just talked about to keep their interests safeguarded and ensure they are aware of all important events in the transaction. Now let's hear from Jesse Chimino about how license holders work with buyer tenants. Thanks, Jess. The second party a license holder can represent is a buyer tenant. A relationship is established between the broker and the buyer or tenant through a written buyer tenant representation agreement. Your agent will inform you of any material information and work on your behalf by performing all of the minimum duties required by law in addition to keeping what you share with your agent confidential. Here's Scott Culberson to talk about the third way a party can be represented. Thank you, Jesse. The final way a license holder can be represented in a real estate transaction as an agent for both the buyer and the seller. We call this an intermediary relationship. In this situation, the broker is notified and takes the neutral position, while ensuring that both the buyer and the seller are represented properly from two agents within their brokerage. The broker does this by notifying both the buyer and the seller in writing that an intermediary relationship is in effect. A broker that acts as an intermediary must not disclose any confidential information unless specifically authorized in writing to do so by the client. The only exception to this is when it is required to disclose by law. By following these steps, the broker is ensuring that both parties have their own individual representation within the brokerage 
and that the individual interests of their clients are addressed. Now, back to Jesse to talk about subagency. Good job, Scott. Subagency basically means that the buyer does not have a real estate professional representing, advising, or counseling them. Without representation, the agent you are talking with works solely for the property, meaning for the seller's best interest and not yours as a buyer. That is why having a buyer-tenant representation agreement is highly suggested. Now, to discuss avoiding disputes, Scott will take over. Thanks again, Jesse. To avoid disputes, all agreements between you and a broker or the broker's real estate agent should be in writing. The written representation agreement must clearly outline the client's obligations, the broker's duties and responsibilities, who pays the broker, when payment will be made, and how payment is to be calculated. Now Priscilla will finish this out. Thanks Scott, and finally, this form is for the client's information only. By initialing, it does not create a contract with the brokerage. At the beginning of the video, we mentioned that this form must be provided so clients can have an understanding of how real estate works in Texas. When you receive this form, you'll see the contact information for the license holder and the brokerage filled out below. Well, there you have it. You're ready to start your Texas real estate adventure. Give me a shout, 281-467-4691, and let me know how I can help you to live life to the fullest. Thanks, Thanks for watching. watching.